Wasn't like wasn't that was that the Muppet? Is that what you're referring to? That Muppet from the aliens from us? I was just I was just going like just trying to see what it sounds like when you get to the editing booth. Like I'm trying to. Oh great, thank you. Exactly what? Oh, I can get the computer. Damn it! You're gonna create more problems for me just through that alone. Oh man. Uh, I was just, it's funny, you were doing that, I was just like, okay, guys, stretch, moving, let's get the moving, move into the groove to the music, and then I'd, like, do this, and I heard my shoulder crack. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you, I yeah. see, stop, yes. not now. Your body's just going, like, going, like, the fuck's wrong with you, boy? Exactly, not right now, please. What's wrong with you, boy? All right, um, but, uh. I figured I'd just start off my, uh, this this week off. I got I got some. Tri- Remember how last year I had uh, for Hanukkah I got that calendar, and then I never referred to it again on the show. Yes, that's because I totally forgot the calendar about the calendar in real life too. Ah, uh. and uh, I've been going through it and saving some of my favorite questions. Oh, and trivia time! Exactly, we're gonna go through some trivia, Jordan. Yes, let's do it. Let's get some rock trivia here on. Wherever we are right now, let's just we just get speed through this and see what we got. I hope these are the right ones because this just looks a lot like a lot of them and not very specific. Okay, I'll go from here. Which of the following did Jerry Lee Lewis do? Finance a trip to Sun Studios by selling thirty-three dozen eggs. Study at Pes- at a Pentecostal academy. Marry his teenage cousin. Record an album of gospel duets with his cousin Jimmy Lee Swaggart. Uh. And all of this was in service of what? What did he just do? What did he? What did he not do? Or no, oh, what did he not call... do? Uh, yes. I'ma just say he didn't bane his cousin. I'm sorry, Jordan. No. Oh. <laughs> I actually don't know who Jerry Lee Lewis is. Uh, Great Balls of Fire. Oh, that he guy. made that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remember the greatest WWE pay-per-view ever, Great Balls of Fire. Oh God. Phone already went off too, cause that, that's a take a drink. That's a bingo board. That's something we also need to make. Yep. Oh god, just questions and questions. I'm gonna pick another random one. Um, okay. In Eminem's "Stan," the deranged fan references which two pop songs? Phil Collins in the air tonight and Eminem's "My Name Is." Elton John's "Tiny Dancer" and Dr. Dre's "Dre Day." Talking Heads' "Psycho Killer." Limp Bizkit's "Nookie." Aerosmith's Walk This Way and Britney Spears' Toxic. Well, it's definitely I wanna, not... I wanna... It's not C, you say. I say it's not D, because Britney Spears, I don't think... I don't know when Stan was made, actually, that I think about it. No, I know the song, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and actually guess C here. Nah, it was A, In the Air Tonight, and Eminem's My Name Is. Okay, yeah, I was not expecting Eminem to reference Phil Collins, but okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know what the Stan's about, remember? Yes, I do. Fan. Ooh, a very sad one. What, why did I say, these aren't the ones that I saved. What the heck? These are not the ones who... Great, just more disorganization. More just... Just trite and difficult times here to be had on the J&J Securecast podcast where my name is Jared. And my name is Jordan. And on this podcast, we waste our time talking about... Uh, who cares? Yeah, well, at least it's stuff we care about. Usually, usually it is. 
because I usually thought my questions that I saved were the right ones. Yeah, and and if we're and if we're talking about stuff that for whatever reason you don't care about, you can always check the time codes that uh, Jared takes time to write out and put in the description for each episode mm. after this while editing. Uh, but tonight we are talking about things like uh, the Super Bowl. We talking about tw- lots of trailers on my. Lots of trailers on my. The Return of Futurama. Uh, we're finally talking about the finale of the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, we got big trailers from Marvel and DC coming from the Super Bowl itself, and many other trailers from many other things that came out. Yes. Lots of info coming in on uh, Star Wars itself, and just whatever's been going on with us in the last two weeks, because that's what we've been doing since we came back from since we came back this year. We've been going every two weeks. So it feels. Yeah, pretty much. But it's yeah. fine. It happens. Just happens. We're gonna yes. try and go back to the weekly. We gotta catch up on. I gotta catch up on editing first, though. Yeah. Oh, and I, I, I should say, um, I don't know if we mentioned this, but we hit fifty followers on Twitch. Woo! <laughs> we did it. We did. Yeah. It. Thank you. Yeah. We're serious. Thank you to everyone who has given us, un- given us a follow on Twitch. Uh, of thank course, so uh, shared our show on social media, commented on a live stream. Yes. And downloaded an episode. Just thank you, thank you, thank you for so much. Thank you so much, which means it's finally time we're gonna start building some of those Legos. Yes. I might Sunday night start up with the guitar. For all we know, that might be a good oh way good. To start. Ooh, that'd be fun. Can't wait. But let's get right into what it is that we that we usually start off with on these episodes with some episode corrections because that's what I do. Mm. So back to yes. episode forty-four. Uncle Ben did not say great power comes great responsibility in the amazing spider-man film i thought uncle ben wasn't around in the amazing spider-man he was he was oh he was okay yes he was that's the andrew garfield so with the uh what's it um they had different lines in each uh in each one of those movies instead of the with great power comes great responsibility which is uh the classic uncle ben line from uh the amazing fantasy number 15 which is not spoken by any character, instead appears in a narrative caption in the comic's last panel, emphasis not in the original. Yeah, oh. so it was like a thought bubble. Yeah, exactly. Back in the day. But then they just attribute, started to attribute it to Uncle Ben instead. That's interesting. Yeah. What do you know? Well, I mean, let's just say, here's what here's what Martin Sheen's Ben Parker actually is. He did not say with great, because the, the original Ben Parker from Tobey Maguire says, with great power comes great responsibility. In the most recent Spider-Man, Aunt May says, "With great power comes great responsibility." Yeah. What did they, what what did uh, Martin Sheen's Ben Parker say? Uh, if you could do good things for other people, then you have the moral obligation to do those things. That's what's at stake here, not choice responsibility. Oh, really? That's how you say, "With great power comes great responsibility." In that one, <laughs> that's the lines. I thought he was gonna say, uh. Web that bitch and yank by the torso, but sure. I don't think it's advice. It's like when in is like when in doubt, just yank. Yankity yank. Yeah, pull at the last second. All right. Um, we also kept confusing Spider-Man. Uh, which Spider-Man said what during the No Way Home review? Whatever. Jordan proposed the idea or songs that go best with MCU characters, including Britney Spears' song for Wilson Fisk. And then I said a Michael B. Jordan uh, that Black Panther should get a Michael B. Jordan song, but I'm pretty sure he's not a rapper. Pretty, I probably meant Childish Gambino. Gambino. Yeah, Childish, Childish Gambino. Jordan. You can do Kendrick Lamar as well. That's an option. Yes. I want to do a tier list of classic, 
Christmas songs. Well, I mean, it's February. We can do that next year. Yeah, exactly. There you go. We'll remember that for next year. And none of our and our Royal, Royal Rumble prediction plans did not go through. No. Which is why also tonight we're going to be putting on this baby on the line in the main event mm -hmm. during Elimination Chamber, which is why we got to speed through all this because that's all of our corrections. And let's get to J&J &J Travels right away now. Yes. Just, just two quick things we're going to talk about there. First of all, I went to a concert last week, which is why we didn't have a show. Yes. Yeah. Well, also, Jordan was too tired anyway. Yeah. He was too tired. You had a, you had a good nappy ba buddy, Jordan, on your day off? Yeah. He's not playing along with me, folks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I was gonna, I was gonna just sandbag you and let that hang. Damn. <laughs> Want to see how long I could do that for? Well then, that well, it's a good thing. I, it's a good thing I, st I stepped back on my own here. So let's get back to what I was doing here. I went to a concert. I went to see uh, the bands Volbeat and Ghost. Yeah, very nice. Yes, uh, it was my fourth time seeing Volbeat. Uh, I saw them. Open for Metallica. I've seen them on their own at Starland Ballroom, and I saw them at Knotfest right before the pandemic. Mm. So this time, though, they were the ones opening for Ghost. And said it was my first time seeing Ghost, and my goodness, Ghost puts on an amazing performance aspect of a show. Uh, so based on from what I heard, uh, the opening act, Twin Temple, is a really amazing gothic act. Like, imagine Amy Wine—it's uh, a husband-wife duo with a backing band. Uh, Twin Temple's the name of the group. Like oh, yeah, I'm seeing it. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're like gothic Amy Winehouse, from what I've heard. Yeah, I'm looking right at her, yeah. It's an amazing spectacle of a show, too, like including drinking blood, stuff happening like that. Uh, the husband and wife, like, you know, she like drinks blood in her mouth, they make out, and now he's got blood all over his face in the costume. Cool. Yeah, uh, that's, from, that's from what I heard. So, But it must have been a good act. I would have loved to have seen them, hopefully, next time. Uh, Volbeat, just a great Volbeat show. I've seen them again. Uh, great great rock music um they used cameras and such actually and you know got people on screen and but not ghost which is different ghost didn't have cameras they, they had a whole set volbeat the guitar player uh, rob cragiano used to be also the guitar player of anthrax mm. great stuff out of him and i mean they just they played the hits the only songs that i was disappointed they didn't play were heaven or hell and the warrior's call uh, they usually play those together as one song, but they played a lot of the newer hits that were really good because they've had this most album, uh, the most recent album has been a banger. Good, good. Yeah, and uh, then I follow with by Ghost, and Ghost is a show. It's a spectacle. Oh, yeah. The stage is set up like a church uh, with like the stained glass windows in the back that all have different faces and symbols of Pop Emeritus. It's all beautiful, beautiful, different stuff. Beautiful songs. I I, had, I, I definitely have some new favorite Ghost songs that night. Um, I believe... The song Year Zero is one of my favorites now. Uh, I, I just I, I like a fan of the uh, the satanic chanting. <laughs> I don't know, Gregory. It's a chanting that you would hear also in uh, in uh, what's it the call this the Sephiroth song. I forget what it's called. You know what I'm talking about. The that, choir. That kind of chant, the choir. That kind of choir chanting. Hmm. Uh, Latin chanting. Latin chanting. That's what. Okay. I'm of. Latin choir chanting. Uh, great stuff. Great guitar player. It's amazing how like the uh, so. The main guy, Tobias Forge, Papa Marias, uh, wears like face makeup and paint the whole time. All yeah. of the people on stage with him, like all the ghouls and shit, are wearing like headgear that looks <laughs> like that is like covering their eyes. It looks like some sort of steampunk thing. Like how are you like how are you playing like your depth of vision? You must be moving your head around so much more. Like the helmet must be moving around too on your head while you're playing. So 
it's not they have to be able to like i imagine they have to be able to learn the songs without looking at looking at the chords that they're playing i imagine if that's the case every does 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 papa emeritus wear the uh zucchetto the entire time the what the big pope hat oh no he does not okay because i just learned the word for the pope's hat is uh i'm hoping to pronouncing this right uh a zucchetto that sounds about right actually zucchetto yeah yes uh and um wait does he though oh he he wears it for the one song that's like that has that chanting in it really oh okay but i, I believe that in previous other incarnations and in previous other older shows that he would wear it for more of the show like that's the only sh- song also where he wears like a full robe the whole time like other than that it's like um performance suit you know you ever see that when metallica went into the rock and roll hall of fame and what they wore like with their suits but like a more like fancy tuxedo shirt-esque thing okay but it's like free-flowing i see what you're talking yeah, yeah, about i know what you're talking about yeah uh so what songs they play uh did they play da- uh dance macabre yes they played dance macabre. good that's it that's the best one. Oh yeah they had uh, that followed by square hammer were how they closed the show square hammer good yeah uh mummy dust is a great song they played that they played rats uh faith good. i didn't see faith on the set list at first i was glad they added it a uh, song that Volbeat actually added to the set list too that wasn't on previous set lists that week because my dad and I like to look at those as we're looking up forward to the show and listen to the set list as we're, as the days leading up to it. Mm-hmm. And he, they added the last day, uh, wait, last day in the sun, which wasn't in previous set lists. Great show, great bands. Obviously, would love to go go see both of them again. Mm-hmm. So that's not the only musical performances that hap- that happened in the past week that we saw, but this one. So it happened on TV, but it was no it was it was it was a short one. It was a part of a big spectacle called the Super Bowl. And that's what we're here to talk about now. Super Bowl football, yes. sports football, Z. Sports, sports, sports. ball. <laughs> yes, yes, it was the uh, the Bengals versus the Rams. Yes, the Cincinnati and, um, the the L.A. Rams. Yeah, um, it was I. I thoroughly enjoyed. Like, I'm not. I'm not a big football person. Like, I will watch the Super Bowl with my dad, and that's it. I know how. Watched it with the folks. Had some red wine. Mm-hmm. Nice. Had some red wine to enjoy the game as well. It was good. Uh, Joe Burrow got his ass kicked during that whole game. I don't know what's going on with the Bengals' offensive line. It's atrocious. OBJ uh, has other ACL torn. That really must suck. Yeah. Halfway through the game, but his team still picked it up in the end. Yep, I I li- I like that. Like when like the game was over, like it was cutting to all like the Rams players, and they were like pretty it normal. And then so he got OBJ in the background going, <laughs> and I'm like, man, you you barely even played. Yeah, like it cut to it cut to so many of the Bengals players. Like holy shit, I wasn't expecting it to be that many times. Yeah. Like usually they just cut to the coaches. Keep it on more of the good, you know, the winning team. We don't want to see so much moping around. They, the other team just won the freaking Super Bowl. Yeah. And these two teams were also both the underdogs in their leagues. Uh, they both had, they both were not set to really win. No, yeah, the the Rams beat the uh, Buccaneers. Yes. On their way to to getting in there, which actually, which is pretty shocking. Exactly. I don't remember who the Bengals beat myself off the top of my head. But uh, they were they were also not a top seed to to win. No. Yeah, exactly. It's funny to think that we watch like we watch professional wrestling also, and like professional wrestlers do so much more active like physical activity than these football players do. Uh, I guess. And they get paid 
so much less in comparison. Yeah, do you mean like wrestlers or football players? Oh, no, wrestlers are paid less. Yeah. Football players. Yeah, well, also like I well, I imagine like with the football and stuff like that, it's probably hard to move around the pads. Yeah, true, but I mean, you got to think about all the wrestlers that are in masks. I guess. They're just in different sizes at all too. I don't know, but the uh, Super Bowl itself great good game honestly good yeah game. it was a fun watch uh halftime show was okay yeah i thought it was, like everyone was like raving about it I was just like this is a fine show i wish that yeah it was... it's fine it, it was fun i liked um i liked yes. kendrick's part oh yeah. that was fun oh that was a good one too i expected maybe like one more song also from eminem not just lose yourself yeah i mean well that's the one well he did the little bit um oh yeah the other song with kendrick he, right? he did a little bit of forgot about dre right. at the beginning but that was that... he didn't do the, like a whole segment forgot about that hmm. uh, yeah, forgot dre about saying... dre <laughs> people were forgetting about dre people were saying that dre looks old and it's like guys he's 56 that's what happens people get older yeah yeah, some people age more gracefully than others, and some people... Like, Snoop. Like, the age doesn't hit you for a while in some people's cases. And then one day you wake up and you just... You, and it just... People, all at once. People were telling me that, like, Snoop looks great. I'm like, guys, I, Snoop looks the same, but, like, yeah. he took... If you watch it, if you see... Because you see him with his glasses on. If you see him up close with his glasses off, you'll see the age immediately. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's and I'm not trying. Not, not no offense, Snoop. You, you're getting old, man. You're getting old. You're doing great stuff. You also you also went to. Uh, it might have murdered a person. <laughs> that was years ago. Yeah, exactly. Good, uh, good show, Mary J. People would. Someone said that she looked fat. Apparently, I was like, shut up. I, I don't shut think up. so. Who's ever said That's that? That's silly. She, yeah, exactly. Uh, people said that. No. Pe oh no. Wait, also, people said Fifty Cent looked fat. I was like, dude, Fifty Cent. Do you not see his arms? <laughs> He looked did, jacked as hell. Yeah, did you see? Yeah, you saw Fifty Cent's arms, and did you see The Rock's arms? Yeah, The Rock was there too. I forgot about that. Yeah, he hyped up. Yeah, yeah, Dwayne. The Rock, the Dwayne Johnson. Rock the Dwayne, Rock the Dwayne Johnson hyped up the teams. He was a big announcer before the opening of the game. His his arms are the size of like six people's arms. Seriously. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, oh, yeah, WWE had a Super Bowl ad, I just realized, but AEW didn't. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I imagine, like, AEW, like, they're still... That's that's probably... Them, that's a couple years down the road, I think. I don't know. Because Super Bowl commercials are expensive. That's it's true. expensive just to buy a slot, and then they're probably expensive to let's, make. Let's, speaking of money to buy slots, <laughs> mm -hmm. talk about... What bought some of the most slots this year and had at least two... And what, what kinds of companies had at least two ads per break? Oh, was it car companies? Uh, oh, God, was it crypto? Crypto, crypto oh, yeah. ads had so... Oh, my God, there were so many crypto.com. The one that was the DVD thing that was just the QR code? Yeah. For 30 seconds just going on the screen. Any old people watching it must have been like... The fuck is going on right now? Why is this yeah. on my screen? They would they would think that they would think that they lost connection. Someone turned to the to the game. DVD yeah, player. I equated to like the like one of the old like Windows screensavers. That's exactly what I was thinking. That like yeah. the DVD player one. Yeah, definitely. And it, I I'll, I'll say that the coin that Coinbase one was actually pretty 
I appreciate the fact that it was trying to engage the viewer because the QR code, it was up there for a while. And I think it was ample time to where it's like, if you have a QR reader on your phone, you have enough time to actually scan it. I bet also that a whole bunch of these actors were not into crypto at all. Or some yeah, of them I know. I, we know for a fact that Larry David was not. No. No way he knows what the hell cryptocurrency really is. He says it's no. not going to be a good, it's not going to be a real thing. He's usually right about these things. I think Larry's going to be right about this. Yeah. They said, don't be like Larry. Larry was right. Yeah. Larry is the, like, Larry David. Do I have to say more? Pretty prolific. Exactly. Okay. Um, but I, is that, I think that's all I really got to say about the Super Bowl. Ads were taken up a lot. I didn't see as many snack ads, which I missed. I, did, I don't even remember the Doritos ad this year, which usually is very entertaining to me. I didn't even know that was a thing. The Doritos ad, usually. I missed the Tide ad, or like the GlaxoSmith and, uh, and Gamble. Or is it, what is it? No. Procter and Gamble? Procter and Gamble, maybe. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking of. Procter and Gamble. Just whatever. Back, back. We're, we're, we're done. The, the Super Bowl was a good game. Um, yes. Let's talk about other stuff, though. Goddamn. Okay, quickly. Futurama's back, baby! Alright, so Futurama is being revived by Hulu with original creators Matt Groening and David X. Cohen returning alongside voice actors Billy West and Katie Seagal, among many others. Mm-hmm. The series is aired its first five seasons on Fox before being revived for three on Comedy Central and it, and will return to production for this month for a 2023 premiere following an extended deal-making period. Original stars Billy West, Fry, Katie Seagal, Leela, along with the ensemble players who voiced multiple characters such as Tress... Oh, no, sorry. Tress McNeil, Maurice La, LaMarche, Ta, Lauren Tom, Phil Lamar, and David Herman will all return... John DiMaggio, who provided the voice behind the wisecracking robot with the shiny metal ass, Bender, will is finalizing a deal to return as well, though it has not yet been closed. Okay, so he actually is finalizing a deal. Yeah, it's just like, it's money. Yeah, it's a point. They're working out something. He wants more money. Hey, with Mac Raining coming back, I get it. I get it. It makes sense. He's got Disenchantment doing well, or doing, yeah, it's doing well on Netflix. I find the show to just be okay, personally. Yeah. It's still going. It's still going. Just had, it just started its fourth season, I think. It just came out a few not long ago. It's, I don't know. I find it it's it, it's off for me. It's it's okay for me. Let's see. Um, show was revived in two thousand seven with four directed DVD movies. Oh yeah, the movies. Forget about that. It wrapped up in late twenty thirteen after seven seasons and a total of one hundred forty seven one hundred forty episodes across two different networks. There's mm. a lot of there's a lot of Futurama to be had and a lot more of the future to be seen. What do you think is different about today that you think they'll be able, they'll have to like try and cover like or talk about uh pandemics viruses yeah. I mean I don't know if suicide boost will be referenced cuz we talked about that a while back Oh yeah that's something from the very first episode right Yes I would say I well I mean I don't know about like COVID and politics, because I feel like South Park has kind of nailed that perfectly. Yeah, they're kind of just on the ball doing a, th- a long through line story now as their show. Yes. But hey, what's what? We've got some favorite moments episodes: uh, Death by Snoo Snoo, of course, the episode with the dog. That's very very sad. Everybody crees every team. I'd love to see more Futurama. Why not? It's gonna be good. Uh, it'll probably be my new girlfriend Zara has been streaming it. 
a lot. Uh, like last time I saw her, she was already streaming it. Again. She was already streaming it over and over on Hulu, and I'm probably gonna end up seeing more of it when as it comes out at her place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Futurama is one of those shows where I, I I'm not a big follower of it, but I remember it fondly Shop because it just always seemed to be on TV in Canada whenever I visited. Mm-hmm. It's just like, all right, I finished the big activity for the day. I'm gonna watch Futurama and go to bed. Exactly. And That's that was my about. that was my thing growing up. Whenever I went over to Canada to visit my grandmother, just on at eleven o'clock at night usually. Yeah, just keep it fall asleep with that on the TV. Oh yeah, yeah. Just pull out the pull out the uh, bed underneath the couch and just have the TV right in front of you and just fall asleep. Hell yeah. Speaking of fall asleep, I guess we shouldn't sleep on whatever this countdown is. Right, okay, so, alright, I'm excited about this, and I'm going to share it. So, I found out about this a couple of days ago. Uh, recently, uh, earlier this week, Capcom, we talked about Capcom a little bit uh, yeah. on the previous episode, Capcom has just put up this weird timer all of a sudden. Not very specific, uh, it's counting down currently at the time of recording. We're recording Thursday night at like 9pm. The timer says three days and three hours away from revealing something. Now, people have tried to dig into the website's code. They can't find anything that leaks what it is. I'm going to go ahead and guess it's one of two things. Uh, Jared, but what do you think it is? I mean, I know you're not a big Capcom guy, but what do you think this could be? Lead to reveal of. Hmm. I'm trying to think if, like... The shapes of these like clock things have anything to do with it, like just the li- the two lines over a top, mm. and the, the clock shape at all just having anything to do with it. I have the website open on my own computer too. There really is not much to this right now. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in kind of my two cents a little bit here. I think it's primarily gonna be one of two things. It is either going to be, uh, is either counting down to the reveal of either a street fighter 6 okay or, or the first look at the remake of resident evil 4 oh now both projects are pretty big uh because resident evil 4 for those of you who don't know um resident evil is the is the zombie game shooty there's the shooty bang bang zombie game mm-hmm. survival horror uh, they have Capcom has recently been going through and remaking the Resident Evil games. Uh, one was well received, two was excellent, three was good but controversial in some of the changes that were made. And remaking four is their biggest gamut of all time. Like this is like their Final Fantasy VII, basically. Mm-hmm. This Resident Evil Four is the most beloved thing in the entire fr- it is it is Capcom's it is Resident the jewel of the Resident Evil crown, basically. Oh, wow. So this is a big deal. Remaking it is a tall order. <laughs> but if it's the same people that did uh, RE2, I think it'll be fine. There's also the possibility that this is just counting down to the reveal of Street Fighter VI, which we have heard, uh, which I've heard that in the past has had a little bit of trouble <laughs> oh. in development to the point where uh, after the Street Fighter V dev team said we're not going to do any more dlc for street fighter 5 we're done a few months later uh actually came back and and did some more dlc recently including uh releasing a character who is going to be basically acted as a preview for street fighter 6 almost okay 
and some mechanics and things like that that were unique to that character. If it's Street Fighter VI, it's going to be interesting because this feels like, as far as like Capcom's fighting game division goes, it's going to be a bit of a Hail Mary. A Hail Mary. <laughs> because Street Fighter V had a rough launch. Uh, Marvel, The last Marvel vs. Capcom game that they did was made on the cheap, forced out before Infinity War by Marvel, and had a pretty kind of stale-feeling roster because a lot of those characters were carried over from the previous Marvel game. This is going to be... This countdown's going to be interesting. Um, hey, I think it sounds like they got a lot riding on it. Hopefully it's something that actually satisfies the fans right now. Absolutely. I don't think it's going to be an announcement of like a, a brand-new game. Or like a revival of like a very old project like a Dark Stalkers or a Dino Crisis or anything like that. I think this is going to be their next big marquee game because Capcom hasn't actually announced any like big new games. Like the last new game to come out was I think Resident Evil 8 last year. And that's that's been pretty much it from them. So yeah, that's the clock and it's ticking. It's ticking. We'll know in a few days. Tick tock. Hopefully it's not Killer Cross, Carrying Cross. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Definitely. So I guess we'll go from the clock to I guess my my Sp next thing the real clock quick. Clock from the Spock. Uh, that was. So I guess if you don't mind, I'll go on to the the Transformers thing. Go for it. Yes. Uh, all right. So, new this week, new show. Got revealed. Yeah, I know. I wanted to show like uh, for, for, it's for you, Jared. It's for okay, contest. Just make it chat. I got the cool for everyone else too. <laughs> Yes, of course. Uh, Transformers Earth Spark is the next uh, Transformers animated TV series. It's going to be airing on Nickelodeon starting this fall. Not really much to say other than that, like, the story seems to be talking about the first two Transformer robots to be born, not on Cybertron, but on Earth specifically. Oh. Here are these two right here. Oh. I, that was not a, that was not a good O. <laughs> Uh, the the man the, I don't know if they're male or female I, I can't tell but the the blue one there I oh uh, the it it kind of reminds me of like the creepy like ones from iRobot almost never seen iRobot okay it's a good one with Will Smith and all that um we're back to having human characters which I'm I'm fine with I know people in the fandom don't really like that but as long as as long as it's written well it's fine they're small um, robots. Definitely. Yeah, I I like these new designs. Like I I like these sort of. Some people may argue they're like a little too human looking, but I I actually really like them. I think they're quite nice. Um, you got one that's motorcycle and one that's like a hover drone. I'm not sure how to describe it, but it looks interesting. Hmm. Uh, we also got. Oh, I saw. Looks at we got looks at Optimus Prime and Elita One. Elita One. Cool. Who is like uh, Optimus's girlfriend, quote unquote? You just reminded me that I forgot that I was, I, I forgot that I was watching Code Lyoko. It's been a while, so long since I've watched Code Lyoko. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get into that. What are we watching? If you want. No, I no, I I haven't been watching it. That's the thing. Oh, you I haven't? Forgot. Okay, excuse me. It's been months. <laughs> I, just kind of dropped. Just kind of subconsciously dropped it and just kept on going. Yeah, keep talking. Whoops. I'm gonna see if it's still there real quick. Go ahead. Oh, oh God, yeah. Uh, so as far as Earthspark, I mean, we've got these two new robots. We got Alita. It looks like she turns into 
I'm not sure if she turns into like an ATV sort of thing because like there. she's got off-road wheels, but she's also got doors on the sides of her sides of her hips. So I'm assuming maybe it's a, a van of some kind, which I like that. I, I you know, like because female I prefer female robots don't have like like really thin proportions because how do you translate that into a uh, something that has to turn into a car? Yeah, true. It won't work because you'll have the entire vehicle on folded up onto her back that's no good that's no buenos that's not, that's not really um good. and like i think the only other thing i'm not really playing the trailer because it's 30 seconds long and there's so much stuff that goes on yeah, uh, we can play that whole trailer right away all through like that bumblebee's in it cool bumble and a bumblebee's in it he's yeah bumblebee's in it there and you've got we got we've enjoyed this image of optimus prime with the lawn faceplate <laughs> I have no idea long. why it's so it's long there, but usual. Yeah, it's weird. Again, I like the art style. I need to see more of it though. Um, so that's pretty much it for now. Not bad. For Not bad for Earth Spark coming out this fall, I'm excited for it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah! I'm Same happy thing. for you. More Transformers coming. Um, yes. We'll save this part for later. Yeah, we got to. Okay. Uh, some trailers are mine. Yes. Welcome. All right, uh, we're gonna start. But we got some trailers here to talk about first. We got more than just what we got here, but we got Ford for now. Ford for now. We're gonna go mm-hmm. sh- shoot through these. We're gonna start with uh, the Adam Project. Yes. Which is um, Ron Reynolds is a kid. Uh, no, there's a kid who is bullied in school. Yes. His mom is uh, Jennifer Garner, I think. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Garner mom and uh, Mark Ruffalo dad. Dad's missing. All of a sudden, there's a spaceship. Spaceship mm. guy is Ronald Reynolds. He says that, hey, buddy, I'm you from the future. What? And we have future stuff. We have time travel. We have spaceship. We have Ryan Reynolds going, I want to be in a serious, family-friendly movie. Yeah. This, I, this, this scene... <sighs> What is this boat? I don't want. I don't want to describe it. I don't want to describe it this way because it seems patronizing. It seems like giving it a backhanded compliment, but it seems like a fine family movie. Yeah, honestly, that's about the best I can it's, say. It's 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 fine, harmless, but nothing that's really gonna big space adventure. Not really feeling that. Yeah, I don't know. It might it might actually be really good and a, and a nice story. Yeah. But it also kind of looks like some sort of, like, Robert Rodriguez kind of, like, garbage. Okay. Like, yeah. I like, like, I like Robert Rodriguez when he does good stuff, and you also, you'll find out that I also, he does some bad stuff, too. Like, he has also apparently directed the not as good episodes of the of Book of Boba Fett, which we'll get to that, though. Yeah. And it just, it just feels like a lot of flashiness. I don't know. Like, Shark Boy and Lava Girl is lots of flashiness for me. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I, I, I feel like that's, like, I would describe that as, like, dull flashiness. Yeah. I, I, like, dull, like, that's in my mind, like, that feels like dull vibrance, even though that that phrase makes no sense. Yeah. But it's, like, it's vibrant colors, but everything feels muted anyways. Well, actually, I, got, I feel like that, that also describes our next trailer a little bit. Okay. A little bit. I mean, not some some of the colors i don't know it feels like there's a slight gray over everything yeah but this one's more fitting of the setting i find yeah exactly i mean 
I will have to say that this one shot, though, of, of that person on the waterfall with the knife there does not look like a real person. <laughs> Even though I know that these are all real people. These are supposed to be all real people. This all takes place before the main series. Okay, we're, we're, what are we talking about, For our, first of all? We're talking about Lord of, Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power coming to Amazon Prime really soon. This is going to be the show with the most money put into it ever. Yes, I just looked it up. Four hundred over four hundred million dollars for season one alone. And God that, Almighty! That probably does not include marketing. Oh, okay. I'll keep talking about it. So, as someone who's not really a big Lord of the Rings person, this looks very much like a prequel. There's not a lot of uh, familiar iconography for someone like me who's like very casually into lord of the rings like i've seen i've seen i've seen the hobbit movies i've seen the hobbit movies i have actually have not i am yet to sit down actual... and actually watch all of the lord of the rings movies hey welcome back man sorry about that i forgot to put up my sign that lets my family know do not disturb we're busy yeah that's all right yeah I I ashamed to say I've not seen the Lord of the Rings films. Me, I've seen the yeah. Hobbit movies. I saw the but third I was film just talking about go. Okay, I was just talking about how like there's I like there's not a lot that's very obvious Lord of the Rings. Like this is very this is very much a prequel territory. Oh yeah, this is like this is territory ancient. Like this is going way back in time, which is definitely interesting. Like I'm sure I I'm sure if you're like really you you've read the book and you know all the stuff that you're losing your mind over this but yeah. it's not 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 us if we're being honest but i'm happy for you fans out there that you're getting some more content people are saying that i've been hearing that mixed reactions from it in general though if i'm being honest it could just be the trailer itself it looks like it's still gonna be it's it's a teaser trailer it's not a full trailer that's so, true teaser trailers mean stuff isn't done yet yes and the first, speaking of, like this next trailer, which we only got a teaser for originally, that we've now gotten a full trailer for, Lightyear. Lightyear, with our new Buzz Lightyear of uh, Captain America, as I like to call yeah. it. Captain Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Captain Buzz America. Buzz Rogers, no. Bu Buzz Rogers. <laughs> and that uh, is Star Command's ass. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Disney Pixar brings us Lightyear, an origin story for Buzz Lightyear, one of the original characters from Toy Story. Yes, there is. Um, this is not Buzz Lightyear the toy. This is Buzz Lightyear, I guess, the man. Origin. That is... That was fictionalized and conceived to be made into a toy. Exactly. So I, I, I like that as an idea. The brief sentence of like backstory that Buzz gives to what you you know when they're outside the gas station, I think and so. Buzz is talking about right now, Evil Emperor Zerg is building a weapon that's capable of destroying the planet. Yes. I alone know its only weakness. I feel like we're getting we're actually like we're getting lore. Oh, like, like Dark Souls lore. Okay. <laughs> for, for Pixar, which is pretty good. So, um, so do you think that this is gonna end with like a? Because now this like opens up for a, like a real possibility of sequels. If you say oh, like yeah. that, because you could say that like the Buzz Lightyear that we that we know from those movies is like a first edition or something that no that only knows up to what happens maybe in this film because probably. This film, 
Because, like, it could lead, uh, like, because, yeah, they could end it there. Because the secret that, that whatever this thing is that only that Buzz knows, like you're mentioning, they'll have a sequel to Lightyear. That's where we find out what happens. Because the, the sequel, Buzz Lightyear, ha- in Toy Story 2, has the power belt. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot the gravity belt. That's yeah, true. Exactly. And that be, that could be a feat. Oh, my God, this is... This is gonna be a good movie. Like yeah, and then and then he, and then later on he unlocks the ultimate power of Espanol. Yes, <laughs> and that's how he will save the universe. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Yeah. Um, oh God! I can't even imagine how they're gonna do the wings and the jetpacks. Oh. Oh, that's gonna be fun to watch. Um, jetpack will be easy. That's probably built in the suit. Wings. Yeah, you can sweep those back. Um, so for ne- the trailer itself, they actually fly because we've never seen them like truly fly even in the show. Like, oh yeah, that's true. Style, yeah, but like, we'll see how they fly. Yeah, all I'll say is that we get uh, we get glimpses of uh, the rest of Star Command aliens. They're trapped uh, on this planet. Zerg. By the way. Yes. Yeah, they're deserted on a planet. They're actually building the rocket to get off and get back to base, I think. Something like that, it feels like. And I, I like how, like, the tech that the ships that they are building do not look stable at all. No, they don't. They don't feel stable. So it's not, like, polished also- and pristine Star Command stuff. This is, this is like, welded together. Oh, Hope is- this doesn't explode. Oh, that that like that's also totally serves then for why Buzz is repairing his his uh, spaceship in the first movie. I mean, that's right. Yeah, that, you know, it's a spaceship. It's a cardboard spaceship. Of, you know. <gasps> My ship. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be so good. God, I can't wait. Um, and we also get a look at Zerg. Yes. Who looks awesome? <laughs> yeah. Oh God, he looks so cool. The giant metal robot thing. Uh. Of just a giant, a, frankly, a massive robot. We see other people in. Oh, I'm looking at this really quick also, and seeing other people in the um, the Star Command suits. I think they come in other colors, like red and blue as well. But we see obviously Buzz and his main girl there, both in green. Yes. Um, good, cool to see him in other suits. It's all per- always purple. It's other consistent colors still. Uh, oh, we haven't seen anything like of a laser on his hand. Real, That's like, true. Like a real yeah. laser on his hand. Yeah, no laser. Uh, no karate chop action yet. Ah, God, he better no kung fu. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Any chance we're gonna get a cameo by Warp Dark Matter? I know, I know this is lost on you because I you know. haven't seen the. Because, because you're, Jared is. I, I, I regret to say, ladies and gentlemen, somewhat uncultured. He's a little young. That is fair. When, when did that? When did that movie come out? I gotta know when that Star Command movie came born. out. So I don't oh. know if that helps out in any way. I mean, I you're only know. a few months know. older than me technically, but yeah, that's true. Uh... I don't know when. T- I mean, I guess Toy Story is probably older than both of us then. Yeah, so yeah. Okay, Buzz Lightyear Star Command came out in in I want to say, oh, original run uh two two thousand, mm-hmm. late two thousand. So okay. yeah, yeah. That I was more of a Nick. I, if I'm being honest with you. I didn't know what channel Disney Channel was growing up for some reason. Fair enough. I, That's I fine. Knew car- I knew it. Ch- for me, I knew what uh, WB Kids was and then Nickelodeon because uh, WB Kids was Channel 11, and I would come home every day from school, watch Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! and the, and the yeah. Jackie Chan Adventures, and then I'd switch over to Nickelodeon for whatever's on there that Pick-Boy would pick for me. Yeah. <laughs> God, Pick-Boy. <laughs> you pick live. Nickelodeon's you pick live. Yes, that. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. 
Okay, it's going from yes, you do get to pick two. Nope. <laughs> Just nope. Going from yes to nope. Jordan Peele's new movie from the same man who brought you Get Out and Us comes. Nope. Nope. And the premise of the movie seems to just basically... It's a horror movie that basically just has shit in it that makes you just go, nope. Yeah, shit's... And to be fair, that's a pretty good concept. I feel like this this movie is bordering on... It's on, like, the... It's smooth criminal leaning over the line of being (laughs) a a serious movie and being a meme. Mm -hmm. Because there's some stuff that I have seen in this movie that's, like... You got the inflatable tube men. You got, like, the camera looking up. Just the way that the from Jordan Peele lowers down from the top of the screen halfway through the trailer. Yeah. It starts off, like, totally innocent trailer before you just get to the lights coming off and seeing that from Jordan Peele. Yep. And there's just some lights and shit happening. We don't know what's going on in this. No, it's 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 the best kind of trailer where everything is out of context. You have no context, but you have you've got stuff that looks cool. Exactly. Exactly. It's like a JJ Abrams trailer. Exactly. That's the only thing. Doesn't spoil the whole movie. This looks fun. Mm -hmm. Jordan Peele's movies are nothing if not interesting. Oh, yeah. Horrifying, horrifying, interesting things. And speaking of things that are horrifying and, and possibly maddening. The Marvel Universe is, because it's time for MC News! MC News. Loki Season 2 is coming. Yes. It's starting to filming. Starting uh, to film. And uh, this year, set to try, try and come out sometime June of next year, which is about basically two years after the first season. Who knows what's going to be happening in the Marvel Cinematic Universe then? We just know for now that uh, Owen Wilson has confirmed that Mobius is returning and filming is beginning very, very soon. Wow. Wow, ain't it? That's a wow. Man, I man, Loki's gonna by the time this Loki season two thing comes up uh comes out, I feel like he's gonna just find his way back into the main Marvel universe and he's gonna be coming in like Donald Glover coming in pizzas. Oh. Just looking at this going like what have I and just <laughs> I'm gonna go back to T V A now. Cause I cause Loki thinks stuff is nuts where he's dealing with it? That ain't nothing. Um, so the plot for is currently under wraps, um, and lots of un- uh, unanswered questions. So early uh, drafts of Loki's first season included more of Agent Mobius' backstory. Apparently, uh, Katie Harron, uh, as also the director of the show, has stepped aw- is stepping away for season two. Hmm. And it's currently unknown whether or not that pass will be coming along to join with. And instead... I heard who else was going to be directing, but it's not listed here off the top of my head. But it was someone else who had directed other things in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I believe, that are going to be coming in for Loki Season 2 to help direct that. Um, good stuff. Can't wait for Loki Season 2, because it, that show is cool feeling like it set up stuff more than it actually did stuff. I feel like, uh, well, I feel like WandaVision was putting, like, the T... Yeah, and the golf ball down, to and then sure Loki. That we were all still interested. Yeah, and then Loki, the Loki just set up position for the swing, and then the wind back. Well, then what did Falcon and the Winter Soldier do? <laughs> wiped, wiped the sweat off of the brow of the guy hitting the ball. I don't know. Go for it, sure. <laughs> and then what if? 
<laughs> we gotta get all betting odds. Betting odds. <laughs> betting odds. No. You know, that's a good way of putting it, is betting odds, because, you know, it gave us ideas and things that are coming back for uh, for uh, the multiverse. Um, but we'll get to the multiverse in just a sec. Just a sec. Yes. Okay. Um, quick thing. Marvel Netflix shows are leaving Netflix March 1st. Man, I, I guess I got to finish Punisher then. Uh, yeah, you do. And and Daredevil Season 3. Or did you see oh, that? I, I have not seen Daredevil. I know. You know what? I watched. I watched season one when it initially came out, mm-hmm. and then I kind of forgot about season two when that came. So I'll have to. You think this is all going on to Disney Plus? Yes, that's exactly where I think it is all going. And I okay. think what they what they might end up doing is. Um, so from what I know about Netflix, also is that they'll purchase the rights to the shows, but then they not actually own them. Like all the anime that they have on Netflix, like you know how it says a Netflix original anime over. Yes, and it'll say that in front of JoJo. When you know, it's you know it came originally from an anime studio in Japan. Netflix yes. just bought the rights to show it. Yeah, they but yeah they bought the rights to have it on the streaming program. Yes, exactly. That and well, I mean with Stone Ocean, um, Netflix Netflix I think partially funded that particular okay. season. But yeah. Okay, that's different then I guess. I don't know how it aired in Japan also. But yeah, you're right. It, it's like it, yeah, they do license stuff out, and they only have it for as long as they want to pay for. it. Exactly. So I think that what they'll end up doing is they'll end up getting, they'll end up adding, maybe adding another Netflix buffer for it, like a small, like a shorter buffer, for the beginning of those shows. But it's mostly just gonna be, you know, Marvel. It's good. They're just gonna keep it from the Marvel logo. Keep the Netflix original out, maybe. I, I don't know. Because for all we know, this could have been mainly a Marvel thing that just was presented on Netflix, and this was before the anything else had a streaming platform. What was it? It started off with Netflix, and then it went to Amazon. Everything, everyone had Hulu, and then Amazon Prime, and then more and more started coming. And then W, oh yeah, WW Network before those two. Yeah. Oh God, there's so much. Okay. The the Spum Universe, the Spider-Man Universe of movies. So Dakota Johnson is confirmed to be playing Madam Web in a casting for a Spider-Man spinoff, possibly. Yeah. They may just be using the Madam Web name. This might just be like an actual Spider-Man spinoff character, um, because the actual Ma- Madam Web is something else completely different. Yeah. So apparently you get apparently you can get powers in multiple ways. You can get bitten by a spider or have lots and lots of uh, you know possibly bordering on non-consensual BDSM sex. Got it. Okay. <laughs> because Dakota uh, Dakota Johnson, formerly most famously known for her role in Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh. She, yeah, the fifty shade. She's the fifty shades of gray girl, which is fine. I'm not knocking her. It's just a good joke. It was just a good lead-in. Yes. Okay. Good lead-in. Um, this is. I guess she's playing like a younger Madam Web, which apparently is the thing in the comics. Uh, things that Madam Web in the comics is mostly supposed to be like some sort of omnipotent being that exists in like all universes that gathers and leads over all Spider-Men in some sense, but this seems yeah. to be like some sort of other just. Spider man, a Spider Woman that's gonna be called Madam Web possibly instead of having like a Spider Gwen. Yeah. So, this could, but this could lead to Spider Gwen. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of crazy how, because I remember when like the rumor popped up for this Madam Web movie a long time ago, and my immediate thought is like, well, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Like you're not gonna have a movie around this character. Exactly. She it's could... not. But it's like, well, we're getting stuff for Moon Knight, so. Could be just the Julia Carpenter Spider Woman in a different form. Sure. There you go. 
Yeah. We don't know a lot of the details yet. We really don't yet. There's not a whole lot that's come out yet. But what has come out is uh, whatever happened to Gambit. <laughs> uh, Gambit, uh, I'll tell you what happened. Disney happened. So basically, um, more details have come out of basically uh, the long-running project by uh, Channing Tatum to uh, play Gambit in in his own solo movie. Uh, just, uh, fell completely, we found out it just got completely fallen by the wayside yep. when Disney bought Fox, and Disney decided to scale a lot of, a lot of, uh, Fox projects way back, because Disney looked at all that and went like, Guys, yeah, that sucks, yeah. all of that is terrible, we're not gonna do it. What did you do? And, poor, I, I, New Mutants. Yeah, definitely not that, Everyone yeah. saw it. Yeah. I didn't. I barely even knew it existed. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I basically, just like Chan. Apparently, this was like I saw like the interview clip of Channing Tatum uh-huh. talk about it, where he basically said, "Yeah, I spent four years of my life on that, and it just all went up in smoke, and you could you could just tell from the tone of his voice that it still kind of hurts." to think about and talk about and there was also a funny bit where the guy next to him was like i remember i was there when it was basically falling apart around us and channing just oh, yeah, picked cause... up a chair and threw it across the room yeah because he this was supposed to be the same director yes mm. oh my goodness yeah so i mean apparently and channing and tatum has also said like yeah i haven't watched any marvel films ever since like i haven't even bothered that's but i think he's also said maybe like if Marvel wants to do it, uh, I'll listen, you know. He's but he's like, I don't role. think it's happening. He'd be good for the role. They could still have him be the role. They're... Yeah, I don't see why not. Mut- you can bring in Gambit. I mean, hey, it seems like they're about to bring in mutants. Let's talk about yes. it. Oh, God, we're going through this so slow. Okay, we're an hour in already right now. Let's go to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. More like Doctor Strange 2 Smash Bros. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Cameos. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. With all the rumors of reshoots, because this movie was supposed to come out next month. Or this month, I'm not even sure. Mm. But it got pushback for reshoots and additional things that they're adding to the script because the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse is just expanding and expanding and adding more and more. References to different Spider-Man. References to different things all throughout it. Let's... They, they didn't even show the full trailer on television. They just said, here's a clip. Watch the full trailer online now. Yeah, they showed, like, the 30-second TV spot. I saw that first, and then I looked online. Couldn't find the TV spot, but I found the two-minute trailer. Mm-hmm. So we watched that, and we got Doctor Strange. It takes place right after Spider-Man. Uh... No Way Home. Every time. I will never get these titles right immediately. Okay. I will always mix them up. Spider-Man Home 3. Spider-Man yeah, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Home 3. Spider-Man Go Home. Uh, yeah, Doctor Strange, he's having nightmares. Um, and then, because he, he like, opened up tears in the dimensions. Mortis. Yeah. And people from different dimensions came in for a bit. He's disrupting, like, the laws and fabric of reality. And it's starting to all fall apart. Exactly. We see, like, and he goes straight to Wanda, Scarlet Witch, to help try and fix it, which I don't. Which is kind of unclear where her like feelings lie about all this. I feel like Wanda just kind of at this point just wants to be left alone. People are, and she doesn't want to be dragged into this anymore. 
it suggests that she might be the villain of this of this movie. Yeah, possibly she might be. She might be the cause of all this further multiverse madness stuff. But we got like very brief glimpses of potential a bunch of people, uh, including Let's... what appears to be Monica Rambo. Yes, Monica Rambo as Photon. As Photon, yeah, who we have not seen since WandaVision ended. Uh, more action coming from America Chavez as she does a, as doing a punch, which is which makes sense why she's in this movie because her punches apparently tear holes in the fabric of reality. Oh well, yeah, she <laughs> she actually accidentally. Oh cool. Okay, I didn't know that. Like she accidentally punches something and just goes through a portal. Probably. And like, it's like, uh oh, Spider Man, why are you a pig? Well, you know, you know. <laughs> You know why that there's that image of Doctor Strange where it looks like his body is like falling apart almost. Uh, yeah, like the just, cubes and stuff. Yeah, That's cool. He, he's holding on to her when it's happening, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so she's probably the reason they're hopping through this reality thing. Yeah. We see- and can I just say about Photon real quick? I legitimately thought for a second I went like, "Is that Johnny? Is that the Human Torch?" <laughs> but I look closer. I'm like, "No, it's not." Okay. No way. It's not. It's not. But you know who? Who definitely was there, who we definitely saw a little bit of their head. Yeah. Their very bald head, lacking in hair. Oh, Charles Xavier! Professor X, I, I saw briefly, I saw like we were watching the trailer before the show, and I saw like a bit of a thumbnail saying like, for Doctor Strange, the Illuminati confirmed? Yes, the Illuminati, which is a group uh, cons- uh, of, of specific Marvel people. Uh, that are very smart or very powerful in their universe. It consists of Doctor Strange, Professor X, Iron Man, Black Bolt, Namor, and your favorite, Mr. Fantastic, <laughs> Reed Richards. Yeah. The smartest Yeah, man pretty alive. much. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see, like, what this Illuminati is going to be, if it actually is that. Um, That's what we think it is. Currently, um, it seems like maybe Baron Mordo is in the spot that Doctor Strange would have had. That's yeah. a possibility, from what I'm seeing. Um, oh, yeah. It appears to also to be the Patrick Stewart version of Charles Xavier. Yeah, possibly um, coming back for the last time. There's also rumors of Tom Cruise's Iron Man. Yes, Tom Cruise is an alternate universe Tony Stark. John Krasinski's Reed Richards. Mm-hmm, sure. And Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. You didn't see it. There's like a small clip, like a small piece of glass where it looks like Deadpool's doing the. Oh really? Yeah. The for those who are okay, I gotta find that. But yeah, I I did see I did see Ryan Reynolds. I saw like either an interview clip or a, or a tweet from Ryan Reynolds basically saying like, guys, I'm not in this. He's in this. But who knows? He's gonna be in that fucking movie. He'll show up in some way. Well, there's also rumors already of like uh, Loki showing up somehow. So yeah, L- Loki will find his way in there somehow. Exactly. Um, Miles Morales will probably find his way in there somehow. <laughs> Maybe. Oh yeah. God, so much stuff. Maybe also the other two Spider-Man might be showing up again, possibly. Sure. That's pretty quick. I would. You know what I would like for a multiverse thing? What? Um, I would like Old Man Miles Morales old. played by Morgan Freeman. Mm. Because there's like um, a one-shot comic of Miles Morales. It's just called Miles Morales: The End, and it's just a one-shot issue of uh, Miles's last mission as Spider-Man. Um, check it out; it's a pretty good comic. Hell yeah! Make sure make sure to do that. 
Um, but yeah, honestly, at this point with like this there's images of a multiverse, goat guy. there's so much in this trailer going on, we can't really cover it all. A goat man, uh, Rachel, McAd uh, Rachel McAdams' character is getting married. Um, oh, that, yeah, the herself. love interest, yeah. Yeah, love interest, yeah. Uh, there's that, that minotaur guy, that green minotaur guy. Yes. I don't know if you see him. I don't know remember yeah. his name, but I, I saw him mentioned in a, in a video that I sent you. Yeah, there's a minotaur. Shumagora. Oh, oh, okay. When the Illuminati ca captures him and goes to this uh, this facility, those look like Ultron bots. Those are distinctly Ultron drones, yes. Okay, that's what I thought those were, Ultron drones. Yes. Oh, God, yes. He, uh, Baron Mordo, Patrick Xavier coming in, uh, rolling in on, on that. Going through dimensions and including like a dinosaur dimension, the bro rocks breaking dimensional thing, more dark Doctor Strange. Yes. It's this is gonna be a nuts movie. Yeah, this is gonna be friggin' nuts. Yeah. God damn. Okay, D Spider Man. Yes, Marvel. More. Give us more. Mm hmm. But Marvel's not the only company that comic book company that gave us a lot. It's time for DC. 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 So quickly, first, Suicide Squad game is being delayed to 2023. This is possibly, possibly due to Gotham Knights. Yeah, I guess they don't want to compete with uh, a very similar game. Fair which enough. I, I still don't know about Suicide Squad. Is it single player only, or are they? I don't know if they're going for like. Are they going for like the Guardians of the Galaxy game feel where it's single player? Or are they going yeah. for like the Avengers game, which I hope it's not that. It's probably going for the Guardians of the Galaxy style gameplay. That's I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I hope I hope they didn't look at the Avengers game and just went like, yeah, we're just gonna do that gameplay style and then that realizing too late that that game was bad. Yep. Bad? Oh yeah. Um announced I think only today Peacemaker's getting its second season. Um, we gotta watch that show. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna start watching it this weekend. We will most likely we will hopefully talk about it next episode. Um, I gotta watch it. I guess that means. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Um, yes. Not much else to talk about than that. But now the DC had its own trailer at the Super Bowl. DC, the world needs heroes. Super Bowl ad. Yeah, it just showed off like the slate of. Is all this stuff coming out this year? I believe that is exactly. Oh my god! All of this. So yeah, the Batman, the Flash movie, Black Adam, and Aquaman: The Lost Kingdom. Yes. We see so much coming. Like mostly, what we're seeing new is from this trailer stuff from Black Adam and the Flash. Oh yeah, like the Flash's new suit, which is it's fine. It's the Flash. He's got goggles now. Yeah, he's got goggles. I like goggles. Yeah, we can more clearly see um, what's his name's suit. What's her na their name's suit? Um, Supergirl's suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Adam himself doing stuff. Okay, he's not going to be really talking with an accent in this movie. He's going to be just being The Rock. Yeah, no, he's not going to put on, like, a fake accent, which is for, for the best. Yeah. But... Um, but we also see a bunch of other people. Dr. Fate looks so cool. Oh my god, he does. Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate. We, Dr. Fate. I love we got Adam Smasher. The mm. big, it was big loser. Hawkman. Hawkman Cyclone. and Cyclone, who I've never heard of. Yeah. Ever. Well, you know, well, you, you never heard of, you've heard of like Hawkwoman. Yeah, Hawkwoman, of course I've heard of, but like, I'm talking about Cyclone. Oh, okay, Cyclone, you meant, sorry. That's, that makes sense. Uh, Can we get Vigilante in here? Like, this could be the Hawkman where he's technology or the Hawkman where he's an alien. 
Uh, looks like the Hawkman where he's an alien because he's got like the wings, yeah, like the organic wings. Out. The way that those popped out like that. Pierce Brosnan looks great, also. Oh yeah, it's he's perfect for the role. Hmm. Though it's obviously you know not him underneath the suits. Um, I don't know what else to really say. Uh, then DC's got more movies coming. Yeah. Uh, and the one thing I'll say is that I'm I'm kind of tired of seeing the Flashpoint thing, where he goes back in time and screws up the timeline. Can we move past that, please? After this, never. Ugh. They'll never move on, ever. Exactly. That was a short DC. Uh... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's really what we got. Um, I did not get an article for this. But let's just say there might be a uh, quick thing. There might uh, MI seven and eight, Mission Impossible seven and eight. They're going to be possibly a finale for the Ethan Hunt character because Tom Cruise might be finally freaking done. Yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars. Servers. Kenobi's going to have a prelude comic before its series. There's a poster out already for it, but the series is com- is officially coming May twenty fifth, two thousand twenty two. That is when yeah. we're finally going to get Obi Wan Kenobi the series. Hello there. Hello. Oh, that's a Wednesday, by the way. And people are like, yeah, "Why that is it? Of course, of course, they're all on Wednesday." Yep. Every <laughs> new, every show has a new episode on Wednesday, man. Hey, it used to be Fridays with WandaVision and uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, but then they realized, <laughs> oh, Wednesday, that's different. Okay, let's just do Wednesday. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, middle of the week. Not a lot of stuff happens. Yeah. I mean, dynamite happens, but that's like a that's like a whole different like. It's funny because that's May in a 4th, whole different zone. May fourth is a Wednesday this year, and they could have just done the whole May the fourth be with you. Oh, but yeah. but they actually did it on May twenty fifth because that is the forty fifth anniversary of the original mm. Star Wars movie coming out in theaters. Oh wow, cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're, we I'm I'm excited. I'm gonna watch it no matter what. Oh yeah, it'll be great. Uh, Cub the Cobb Vanth creator wants credit. Apparently, he didn't get a lot of credit. Uh, given back to him at a, a lot or a lot of payments towards creating the character despite him not really being a whole lot much when he was created yeah then create the creator in question of the character Cobb Vanth mm-hmm. uh the marshal of freedom town uh the Where creator's that? name is uh chuck wendy to quote chuck's uh, statement on this uh i always dig it when big media properties have a special thanks for the writers and creators who contributed to their worlds and stories, and it's a bummer when they don't do that, and I bring this up for absolutely no reason at all, and I will almost certainly delete this tweet. Which, yeah, that's su- that sucks to see. I mean, like... It's still there. Yeah. Legally, like, I'm not sure if there's anything you can do since Disney does, when you sign on for this kind of project, Disney does own the rights to the characters in the end of the day, but it's still BS that that this guy wasn't given credit because he didn't just invent this like one character he did a lot he did a lot more than that from what i understand exactly uh yeah but we're but we're gonna give him credit here we're gonna let people know that hey, this happened um did you i speak yeah this happens quite a bit did you hear that like the voice of venom went uncredited a lot really i keep I, yeah i kept seeing that pop up i didn't know that it went uncredited uncre- that... in the films yeah i'll have to look back and see that's actually true or not but apparently that's the case I would have thought that, so this you know, is a common thing i would have thought it just would have been tom hardy you know modulated because like dormammu yeah was, i would think so too but apparently not like dormammu apparently was just voiced by benedict cumberbatch it's a bunch of edited faces let's get on to 
The Book of Boba Fett. Tomes of Tomorrow is done. Overall, I the show felt the show kind of feel feels like fan fiction. It does more like, so than anything else. It feels like fan fiction, but it's it's fun. I enjoy. So it kind of tolerates that. I'm gonna see if I, what I remember from like a week ago. The best episodes of the show don't have much of Boba Fett in it. Let's just be honest. No, they don't. Like, the show just completely loses. Like, the I feel like the show gets bored of Lost. its own main character. That's exactly what it does. That's exactly Which what is... it feels like it does. Because he doesn't feel like he's developed at all. He's. We wanted him to come in and be a badass and do all this awesome stuff. But it's Boba Fett is an older man. He's in the transition period. He's trying to be um, the the daimyo, which is originally I think a different type of title than what he's using because he seems to be more just the old man who likes this town a lot and was watching over this town. Yeah, this pretty is my much. Town, and yes. I rule from a palace. Yes. Should have been Moss Eisley Chronicles. Yeah, there was some cool stuff. I liked. Um, I liked the giant droidicas. I like the giant destroyer droids because they have. It's like, oh, they got shields. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um. Although Stop the ones shields, you idiots. Yeah. Oh my god, it's like shield technology has not changed. How how however long however long it's been? If there's if they're basically droidicas, you guys, come on. You can't tell me that only Jedi ever fought droidicas. The fight the fight scenes themselves were great. Were fun and great. Um, the rancor. Gang let loose on a rampage oh, yeah. just because the fire was a little. What did you think of CGI Luke? I, do we? Oh no, we, we already talked about this when we saw Cad Bane. Oh, uh, CGI back. CGI Luke is a little uncanny, but I found out it's kind of disturbing is that the voice isn't actually Mark Hamill. It's, it's like all. ADR. It's like all AI generated to make him sound younger. And I and I'm and I'm and I was listening to him like act, and I, I was listening to him act, and I think like man like. They're really directing him weird. Like he's really trying to sound like young Luke, but it's like no, it's like AI programming, which is like man, the voice, man, like sounding weird. And it's like yeah, no, it's programmed by an AI, which is super creepy. They did it smartly by not having him talk as much on screen, so we didn't see his face. The actual actor that they have standing in for him now actually looks a lot like Mark, young Mark Hamill, which is very good. Very mm. good. It feels dirty having, like, an actor be dubbed over. Yeah. And obviously, they, all, they all usually turn away from his face anyway when they're doing most of his dialogue. Um, I know, I yeah. I also think I, that I, Luke Skywalker I, has no idea what he's doing. No, yeah, I mean, he's, he's like, you see him when he's training Groku, like, he's trying everything that he was taught, like, with Ben and the, uh, and the flying ball drone going through the path with uh, Yoda. Like, he's not really a teacher, but, he's like, not. the one thing that he does do is that he gives Grogu a choice. Yeah. To control his own destiny. Yeah. Well, which, speaking which, last episode, we got we got the hug. Yeah, that was... We got the big hug, which was nice. I think that this is... It was basically, this was a test. I think Grogu will go back. Um, oh, yeah. But imagine... Okay, imagine this, though. Imagine you, you have... Like, you're not a fan of Boba Fett. You only want to watch Mandalorian, just Mandalorian. You don't want to, and you come back for Mandalorian season three, and you're like, "How did they get back together? What?" Yeah, this was clearly it. the bridge. Yeah, for that. Like these, those were episodes of the Mandalorian, not episodes of of Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, only seven episodes, which is also very surprising. 
Yeah, I thought it was just gonna be six. Actually, I thought it was gonna be eight, like the like Mando was. Oh, that was eight. Man. Yeah, both seasons okay. of Mando were eight. Huh. Honestly, this show, I, I liked this show still in the end. No, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Definitely not as strong as The Mandalorian itself. Mm-hmm. It felt it, it, like I said, it, this is a show that's fun but very un- Unfo- yes, unfocused. Um, I felt it had a lot of ideas that it wanted to use throughout the Star Wars universe that it just wanted to throw out all out at us. Okay. Yeah, and that's um, why we had like for, Luke so and we Ahsoka. A, we had a Wookie. We had um these the mods. Which okay, so people were giving shit to the mods. I'm okay with the mods. They're fine, guys. Darth Vader is entirely a mod. Darth Vader's a mod. He did it first. Exactly. He did it before the kids thought it was cool. Man. Exactly. So if you have any problem with the mods, take it up with Darth Vader. Take it up with Anakin. Exactly. Take it up with him. He killed yeah. children. Mm. All the younglings. Release the killed young... The Seeing the gil, younglings killed cut. Yeah. No. Well, will we see that in Kenobi? Yeah. Cad Bane better not be fucking dead. Also. Uh, yeah, like there was there was the thing that his his chest was beeping at the end, and I figured like that might be like a defibrillator, something like that. I I I, I would believe there to be more technology there. Also, um, I understand. The, the, okay, they're doing this like draw thing, and like Boba Fett's got like a two handed weapon while. Yeah. Well, he's got, like, a pistol, basically. Obviously, yeah. you're going to be faster. Yeah. And also, Boba Fett also has two, both of his hands on the gun already. And you just let him watch you. You just... Boba just let him go and reach for the gun instead of shooting him immediately. Yeah. And I would say Boba Fett should probably go for, like, his uh, his his knee gun. But he's like, that... I have armor. Yeah, on yeah. top. Do you got armor on your balls, kid? <laughs> Let's find out. No. In fact, with the Mando, we even see that he injures himself with the with the dark saber. Yeah, we do see that. Like that looks like the man that hurts. Mm-hmm. Also, it's like heavy, which is an interesting tidbit. That like the dark saber is like I like to think that I guess like the dark saber is heavier than a than a than a lightsaber. <clears throat> so, I'm thinking that this might be different. In fact, that we might even not. If if Grogu doesn't go back to train with Luke, he gets trained as a Mandalorian Jedi. Can you imagine the merch with Grogu <laughs> wearing a Mandalorian helmet? I know, man. God, it would be the initial merch rush all over again. Mm. But this time they'll be ready. Oh yeah, this they, they will be ready. Oh man, Boba Fett, Boba Fett. Uh, enjoyable. Uh, Cobb Banth is gonna be a mod now too. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, Rancor smashing through the city. Awesome. Awesome to yeah. see. Not enough. Rancor fight. Not enough of it though. Um, yeah. Nice no. little Jan- Danny Trejo cameo. Wish he'd done more. Wish that the Huts had done more too. Honestly. Yeah, they just kind of show up and then they kind of leave. It's like we like Huts. Do you always want to see Huts again? No. Meh. And you want to see him do nothing? You want like they looked great, but like they did nothing. But introduce Chrysanthemum, which yes. Chrysanthemum's cool. He's cool. Yeah, yeah that's fucking badass. Yeah, I want to see more of him. Oh yeah, Just introduced all these characters, but like didn't develop any of them like at all enough. Yeah, just didn't. That's that's all I gotta say about Boba Fett. Let's. Oh goodness, we're 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 going through this. Let's let's AEW AEW AEW. 
uh, AEW, wrestling in general. Like, just pro wrestling. Main event here. Cody and Brandy are gone. Yeah, Cody and Brandy Rhodes are no longer with AEW. Now, we've known that uh, Cody has been, the past couple of months, I think, working at AEW as a free agent, basically, without not without under being under any sort of agreement or contract. Um, and the big reason why Cody has left is simply just it's just down to money. Really, it really is just down to money. He was going to become the highest earning person in AEW. Yeah. Having... Well, he wanted to be. He wanted to be that. Like CM. Yeah. Like CM Punk was making more money. I mean, and Cody is. wanted that. And I will say, um, you know. It's inter- It's interesting that the guy who talked the most trash about WWE is now going back to it. But yeah. at the end of the day, Cody's you know getting up there. When you know? does he show up? Where does he show up? Well, I'm gonna get to that. Hold on. I was okay. gonna say like Cody for to go to WWE. I don't really begrudge him for it because of two reasons. One, given his age, and he said that he wants to get into politics sooner rather than later. He's probably winding down his career, so he probably wants to make as much money as possible while he still can. And, and also, I honestly don't think there was really much for Cody left to do in AEW. He couldn't go after the world title. Nope. He's 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 been multi-time. He's been the TNT champion. He could have been attacked. He's put over a lot of people. Has he? I think he has. Sammy Guevara, Darby has. Allen. Malachi Black, to an extent, that one might not have been as successful. Yeah. Um. There could uh, Brody Lee, of course. Okay. But it's just like a lot of like his last year there felt really muddy and really sort of all over the place. Like he there was, was no clear gone. like through line of where Cody was supposed to be going. He was just kind of circling around the entire company. He, yeah. Instead of going in a straight up or down line. Didn't have a path. He lost QT Marshall because QT de- uh, betrayed him. He, mm-hmm. um, my God, that was the beginning of the year. Was he? What would? What was it? What was he doing at Revolution last year? I forget because he was. What um, was Cody doing to Revolution last that year? Was the, that was the same year. That was the same year for the exploding barbed wire death match. Oh, Cody was in. <laughs> Cody was in the face of the Revolution ladder match. Oh right, that. I where he that. where he pretended to be injured for most of the oh match. Oh my god! And he was on the Do you remember that? Just Cody got a boo boo. Just Cody got a little ouchy ouchy. I watch the rest of the match as it's happening. I love that. What a worker! Uh, what a worker! Oh, so ladder much. match! Now I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pretend I'm hurt for like most of it. Uh, now nah, I'm good. I'm good. You guys have fun. I love that. What a worker. Also, uh, Jared, going back... Well, going back to your question, Jared, uh, when will Cody show up? I would say, like, it's entirely possible he could show up at the Elimination Chamber. He could show up on SmackDown tomorrow? Nope, he can't. No, why not? They they pre-taped it. Oh, right, they pre-taped SmackDown, yeah. They might... Because they're heading to uh, Saudi Arabia probably right now. As we speak, yeah. He might be doing something for WrestleMania. That's possible, because right right now, from what I'm hearing, um, the possibilities are that he is replacing Austin Theory in the Elimination Chamber. Oof. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, he just got the shit kicked out of him by Brock Lesnar on Raw. Mm. If not there, because like, what if Bobby and Brock take them, each other out? 
I don't. It's gonna be Brock, I think, winning because Brock's in the fucking chamber. Yeah, it's gonna be. Like here, here's here's what you do. Here's what you do. You do Brock versus Ronda versus Charlotte. That's fine. And then you do uh, Cody versus uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, I forgot about Stone Cold. Yeah, I I love that, I love that the return of Steve Austin immediately gets overshadowed by all the Cody stuff. Literally, like, cause it happened like. Steve Austin was all day Monday, and then all of a sudden in the evening, we're like, Cody's gone. It's like, wait, Cody's gone? What? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's like Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, oh, everywhere. Oh, which is probably God. what Cody wrote. Which is probably what Cody wants. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if his decision to leave AEW was simply brought on by the thought of like, man, like I could just break the entire internet again. <laughs> the only other specula- thing I could speculate happening with Cody. If he were also to go to WWE, that I would absolutely love, but I could doubt happening, or also see not happening, is him being the general manager of NXT. Oh God, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put anything near NXT 2.0. That thing is in the mud. It's done. God damn, I feel bad for Triple H. God damn, because like that whole creative team, everybody's fucking gone. That whole fucking company. Oh my God. Yeah. But speaking of the chamber, though. We gotta, we gotta start wrapping up stuff. So yeah, we're putting. I am putting on the line the E Boy Championship this weekend at uh, for Elimination Chamber. In terms of predictions, I don't have them out in front of me right now, though. I got a list of the matches. Okay, uh, actually, I got them now in front of me as well. Elimination Chamber 2022 taking place in the beautiful city of Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Hmm. Uh, beautiful in quotation marks. Sorry. Where we have eight matches on this card right now, we we'll, we have a match between Rey Mysterio and The Miz. Yeah, uh, I feel like The Miz is winning this one as well. This is I think came rivalry came out from like Dominic and Rey arguing while on Miz TV or something, and now Miz is gonna face Rey, and maybe we'll get Rey versus Dom at Mania, or the the whole program will continue to Mania. I'm not sure exactly <sighs> what's gonna happen. But no idea. I just know that Miz is beating Ray as well. Like, yeah. Um, Ronda Rousey and Naomi are tagging against, are tag teaming against Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. And I say that the baby faces of Ronda Rousey and Naomi are taking this away. Ronda's acting like a heel, but she's apparently being booked as a baby face. Yeah, it's weird. I don't... Rousey has such a weird relationship with fans. And granted, and to be fair, I felt like at Survivor Series, they kind of turned on her, and it was pretty unfair. Because, I mean, you can say what you want about her as a person, but her first year into wrestling was fantastic. Oh, agreed. The matches were incredible. Yeah. Like, just a ch- like an instant megastar, and the fans just kind of dunked on her. Exactly. That's exactly what they did. They dunked on her. I don't, I don't know. Granted, some of her Rousey's promos afterwards, after that Survivor Series match, didn't do her any favors. No, they did not. She was <laughs> absolutely did not do any favors. But I felt like the fans were kind of assholes yeah. to her. Kind of, yeah. But at the same time, it's like they were turning you heel anyway. Yeah. You couldn't see it. Yeah. You couldn't see that Beck. Like you came into the company, great. But you couldn't see that Becky Lynch is the, was, like, literally the biggest wrestler in the world at that moment? Yeah. You know what? Because, it, like, it wasn't supposed to happen. 
It wasn't. But it did. And everyone was but behind it just did. Becky. Yeah. It just did. And everyone's glad it happened. Mm-hmm. Except for Rhonda. Like, you yeah. can't tell anymore if she's kayfabing mm. us or not. Because it feels like she's not. No. And that kind of feels weird. Yeah. I don't know. Let's move on from here. Drew, Drew McIntyre is facing uh, Madcap Moss in a false... Yeah, Drew's match. winning that. Uh, yeah, that's... that. <laughs> Stop me immediately. Okay, the Usos are facing the Viking Raiders for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Is this the time that the Usos finally lose the Tag Team Championships? Because we've been predicting it almost every fucking time now that they're going to lose the titles. No. They're not going to lose the titles this time? No. Yeah, this time I think I'm going to actually side with you once. God damn, we're going to predict everything the same. No, no, hold on. I will I will have some changes going forward. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Okay, uh, okay. Becky Lynch versus Lita. Becky. I'll pick Lita for funsies. Why not? Oh, don't do that. No. No. I'll really? just do that for that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That might be fun. Looks like you're staying with me. I mean, I mean, think about it. I mean, look, remember Goldberg versus the Fiend? Remember how like an aging legend beat like the big rising star for no reason? It could happen again. No, I'm talking about Becky Lynch and Lita. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, Becky's gonna. It's a similar thing, but with different people. Okay. Well, Roman's also beating Goldberg, in my opinion. Yeah, That's I'm gonna pick opinion. Goldberg anyways. You know. I think I'm going to thrive on chaos today. I don't care. Okay, fine. You know, if Goldberg wins, you'll just be the champion. Yeah. If Goldberg wins it, I'll just I'll be like, Jordan, here. Goldberg like, winning is worth 100 points. Just like with Dave Adams back at the, back at, at the at college our college days. When Goldberg, he was the only one who picked Goldberg at Survivor Series 2016. Yep. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. Um... <laughs> Let's talk about these two chamber matches now. That's all we've really got here left. The women's one. Uh, for an elimination chamber match for a Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania 38. Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, uh, no, Piper Nevin, mm-hmm. Nikki A.S.H., and Alexa Bliss. Original. Uh, hopefully original flavor Alexa Bliss. Yeah. What do you think of this therapy stuff that she's been doing? Have you seen the clips from that? I haven't even bothered. Okay, me neither. Haven't even bothered watch Raw, mate. <laughs> I got better things to do with my life. Hells yeah, man. So maybe it might be Alexa facing uh, Becky. That'd be fun. That would be in- that would be definitely interesting. Like that's been a- it's been a while since we've seen that. Um, but I think also really should be Bianca Belair. Yeah, because the whole story, from what I understand, Bianca is that uh, Becky Lynch Becky. has been ducking Belair, basically for a rematch. Yeah, pretty much. That would make sense. People are saying, uh, there are other people that are saying it should be Rhea after her performance in a gauntlet match this past week, but Bianca, Bianca. I would, you know what, if they, if they, if they, if WWE was a meritocracy and they're really not, but if they were uh, after that, like sort of level of performance, I would seriously consider giving Ripley her own singles match against maybe Lita Ooh. at WrestleMania. That would, that might be a good idea. That'd be a fun spotlight match, but. Or Ripley versus Trish. If she's willing to do it. Listen, I'm... I, the only reason I'm going to disagree with that is because I don't want so many legends on Mania. Yeah. It's already a problem with WrestleMania. It's That's already part of the problem of WrestleMania now. 
the other Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship, we've got champion Bobby Lashley defending against Brock Lesnar, Seth Freakin' Rollins, Austin Theory, Riddle, and AJ Styles. Oh, wait, we didn't even pick who you wanted for that Elimination Chamber match. All right, I picked Bel Air. Who did you yeah. pick? I'm going with Alexa Bliss. Okay. I'm going with Alexa Bliss, because something, like, something's going to be up with this. And for this match, though... I could see a few, a bunch of them teaming up together against Brock, like Seth and AJ being smart enough to do that, maybe. Yeah, obviously. Um, Please let Riddle get a moment with Lesnar. Please oh let Riddle get a moment with Lesnar. He's going to get a moment with Brock Lesnar. You know what the moment's going to be? It's going to be Riddle coming out of the chamber and Lesnar f 5 and him. Immediately. Probably. Immediately. Yeah, prob- most likely. You know what? Honestly, I wouldn't be... I, I heard one alternate pick being the winner being Seth somehow, yeah. and then moving on to, and then it's Seth versus Cody Rhodes for the WWE title at Mania. Ooh, that'd be cool. You want to br- look? You want to bring in Cody in a big way? If you're not going to Steve Austin, Ooh. you're going to put Steve Austin against Kevin Owens. You can have Seth. Go up against said, the big new signing. Chances are, Aust- he could be. Uh, chances are, Cody could be in the chamber already, replacing Austin Theory for all we know. Or yep. they could just say, "This is now a seven-man chamber," like they did a few years ago. Yeah, that's right. They could do that. I, I could see Seth winning actually, because Seth was actually supposed to win back at day one. That's true. That was apparently one of the original ideas. Yeah, Seth was gonna beat him. It was gonna beat Biggie in that Fatal Four Way match. Before got made a five way. I could then see also Seth versus Bobby at Mania if that doesn't happen because it's currently already that would be interesting. That, yeah, we're currently already confirmed to be getting Lesnar versus uh, Roman at Mania because Lesnar won the Rumble. Fuck yeah. But also, I could see them totally doing just champion for champion because that's what mm-hmm. w, that's what Vince wants. Vince wants Roman to be the ultimate big dog, the big man, big boy, big dog man, <laughs> tribal chief boy, big boy Roman, the big dog, the big dog. Woman Wayne's. So it's pretty much gonna be Lesnar. <laughs> th- oh yeah. Lesnar's probably winning this. Your thing is that is that your your pick? Yeah, honestly, I mean they they've mentioned like apparently on commentary they've mentioned like championship champion versus champion potential so many times like it's they're probably that's the direction they're probably going if you're in. Saying it on commentary a lot, then I'm gonna have to agree with you then. Yeah. Brock Lesnar. Because otherwise, I would have gone with Seth Rollins because I loved that idea of him against Cody, actually. That'd you know be- what? You know what? Because I brought up the idea, I'm going to pick. Really? Yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah, because if not, I was going to say Bobby retains. I just yeah. want Bobby and Brock to have an actual MMA match. <laughs> just bring an octagon down. Just let them have an MMA match. Like, UFC, book it. You could do it. You'll make so much money from that. Like, that'll yep. be bigger than UFC 200. Oh, yeah. Or 203. Mm-hmm. That was Punk's debut. Um, but whatever. Let's... I, I think that's really all we had for that. So, the E-Boy Championship will be on the line. Uh, let's let's get on to our ending stuff that we normally do with the show. What are we gaming? What are we gaming? What are we gaming? Uh, well, I'm gaming. So, Elden Ring got delayed. Oh, it did. Yeah, it got delayed, but it not did, as far as I it? thought because it's coming out freaking next week. <laughs> it's coming out next week, and I forgot. But Wait, it is? but before, but last week I was just thinking like, man, I need 
I need something to tide me over in the meantime. I need kind of quick. That's kind of similar. I need to fight monsters. And that's why I finally decided to pick up and play Shadow of the Colossus. Ooh. Jared, have you heard about Shadow of the Colossus? I have heard of Shadow of the Colossus. If I'm not familiar with it, if I'm familiar with it correctly, it's where you battle a bunch of giant stone golems. Pretty much. They're, yeah, they're, they are comprised of some stone. And uh, and some fur as well, and Shadow of the Colossus. Um, this I'm playing the PS4 version that was uh, remade from the ground up by Blue Point Studios. Oh, oh. yeah, oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, just j just giving you some context here, so what you can look at something. Look at them. So yeah, Shadow of the Colossus. I'm playing the PS4 version. It was remade by Blue Point, and I and when I say remade, I mean literally built from the ground up from scratch oh wow like this is not a simple retexturized they literally remade the game they did the same thing with uh demon souls Ooh. yeah this this was what they did first and then they did demons for the ps5 launch it looks um so blue point blue points in an incredible studio um i love the feel of the climbing the colossi and they're shaking you trying to get them your dear life scary as hell because like that's one of the things that determines for that game is like that. That's scary. Um, yeah, I'm scared. You're hanging on for dear life while your grip meter slow. Yo, that's like that. that seriously though, like grips. Ugh. What was it? You got you like got, Can't you like kill more salamanders to get more grip strength or something like that? Yes, you. Yes, you got to be on the lookout for salamanders with glowing tails. Uh, that will increase your grip bar. Um, also look out for fruit hanging on trees you eat those you get a, a little bit more health on okay. your health bar gameplay feels really good um even like and it is it's a pretty faithful recreation of the ps2 game mm -hmm. originally but it doesn't it like the controls wise it doesn't feel clunky it feels intuitive it feels it feels very fluid okay. a lot of the controls it feels responsive it's good as far as the Colossi go, um, as far as like my favorites and my least favorite, um, the one I'm showing you now, the third one, mm -hmm. it's That's pretty a, high up there. That's the third one. I thought that was one of the last ones. No, yeah, well, yeah, I'm I'm only five in. Okay. I'm only five in so far. Um, I've only played for like about two hours. There are sixteen Colossus, uh, Colossi, I guess, in total. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the third one's pretty cool. He's got a giant. Uh, I would say sword, but it's more like a, a more like a piece of architecture. Yeah. A support beam for a hand, which I got. Which I got. When you when you man when you got a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. And in this case, I was the fucking nail. <laughs> it's just they came down. I thought I I thought I was not within range. I was, and that thing came square down on my head. Jesus Christ. And I'm amazed I didn't die. That, yeah, I, I, I it 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 almost killed me, but it didn't. I guess and maybe I moved. And in that moment, I it gives you just this such this huge sense of scale. Like I'm giving this image, like Wander's really far. The main character is really far away here. Yeah, he's not even the size and, of his of his foot of that colossus. Yeah, I I love the feeling of like looking at the colossus from a distance mm -hmm. and going, oh, but that's not that big, and you keep walking. That's still not bad. That's that's maybe manageable. That's oh god, hi, oh god, he's massive. And then you have several moments where you've got um, 
armor bits on the Colossus, maybe one of the Colossus maybe face, and you hang down, and you're basically the Colossus is basically staring at you, hanging off of him, <laughs> and the Colossus is just going like, "What are you doing? I'm gonna just kill you." Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah. So three is pretty good. My least favorite one kind of is the fourth one, just simply because I'm not a fan of the gimmick of for the horse. It's where you gotta hide in a hole for a while and you wait yeah. and hope that will it will bend its uh neck down he- it'll bend its its neck down so you can um climb onto the uh his scalp his skull i know that, that you have to basically stab them in the head a lot to kill them yeah you gotta stab him in the head you gotta stab him in weak spots i actually grabbed i actually leapt and grabbed onto his um his tendrils there hanging off his face like his oh, ropes cool. pretty much i was able to do that that was pretty cool um i think my favorite one it's probably the fifth one which is a giant bird where you have to, you know, the floor arena is pretty much water. Oh. And you have to basically bait it to come and fly at you. In which case, uh, you better be ready to jump on and hit the grab button at the right time, because otherwise you are getting sent flying. Oh. And it is fun. It's so fun to be on a colossus when once. you're flying, and it's like, and it's like tilting its wings and flapping. Oh. And then you let you accidentally let grow grip button you. You go rolling down the back of the bird until you hit the ground again, just hang on by the edge of the tail. Dude, you need to get a you need to stream this stuff. I yeah, uh, I gotta figure out how to stream. I don't know how to do. I need to get you a new computer. Is what you need. Yeah, I need to buy a new computer. But yeah, Build that's it. my Build gaming. It. That's Shadow of the Colossus. Build it. It's fantastic. Build your computer like I have done. Yes. That's how we do this show every day. Okay, well, that's what he gamed. I, I, had, I had a couple things. I, I It's mostly Pokemon. It's mostly Pokemon in two different forms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was another community day this past weekend where they had Hopip as the community day Pokemon because it was one of the last Gen 2 Pokemon. They didn't have a, a shiny out left. And people were not as happy because, I mean, it's it's just weak. It's a weak Pokemon. It's not very strong in the game itself. Why did they make a community day for this weak Pokemon? But in the end of the day, I caught 12, uh, Hopip, 12 shinies total. Not a strong hmm. day for me. Didn't get so many good ones. The best IVs I had was only a 76 percenter, which I did evolve into a jump off. Excuse me. Sorry about that, guys. I've gotten some other shinies also still, since then still. Uh, I got a shiny Alomala while walking my dogs last week. That was a lot of fun. Cool. That was nice to get. Um, I got the same day as, as the Hop-Up Day. I hatched a uh, a shiny Alolan Sandshrew. Oh, yeah. Alolan, which is the ice, for, which is the ice one. It's uh, basically the difference is that its stomach is blue. I got a shiny yeah. Caterpie while driving. Man, I, 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 lo- I love these. I love these um, Pokemon, like, Variants? sub-evolutions. What do you mean? I love the, like, these environmental changes. They're great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These, like, <laughs> these like completely different uh, in different regions. Like how they how Alolan Marowak is just a completely different type. It goes from Cubone being a ground type to being a firing ghost type. Yeah, that's good. Oh yeah, so I, I love this stuff. Oh yeah, that, that's that's one of those changes that Pokemon really need needed, and I'm glad yeah. they brought in. Um, but that's not the only Pokemon I've really been playing, because uh, of course I've been playing lots of Pokemon Go. That's what I'm always playing. Uh, Pokemon Legends Legends Arceus has been fucking awesome. I'm obsessed with it. I love just running up and throwing like. The, the whole battle sequence is so much shorter now and so much quicker, and it's so... Like, it's exactly like... Because every battle you go up to in a regular Pokemon game, it's like... You 
Brunch of the Grass is like the animation, the animation, yeah, all the animations, all that shit, and it's so satisfying to just be in the wild, see the Pokemon there, and just have your character throw a Pokeball at it, and not even need to battle it, and you catch it. Oh, cool! Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's have beautiful. you have you encountered a moment where you throw the Pokeball and behind the Pokemon, the Pokemon just grabs it? No. Grabs it out of the air and throws it back at you. I have had that Pokemon be... be able to hear me like from distances they shouldn't be able to hear me. If I'm being honest, eh, some you know what's what do you like? What do you like? Like what do you like? Sniping them? Some from, like three hundred yards? Not, well, no, not that far. But yeah. you can only be so close to be able to aim to throw them. Even okay, then yeah, have to be a certain distance. All right, I I well, I it, find it, it pretty. Do you know that GIF of um? the uh, baseball player talking to that to talking to the interviewer and then like and then like in the middle of the camera shot you see all flying towards person and the baseball player just catches it mm. without even looking mm. i'll show you that gif later um but that's all i got for po in terms of gaming and pokemon okay what are we watching well this uh what are we watching uh i kind of just watched super bowl understandable yeah but you've that. been watching some good stuff yeah, I had never seen the print. Uh, I'd never seen the Princess Bride, so my girlfriend was like, "You haven't seen it? We're watching it now." And it, uh, God, that is, I understand why people say the Princess Bride is such one of those movies that's just a perfect film. It's it's fun. If you just, it's so charming. It's so lovable. The characters are endearing. God, Inigo Montoya, I like just knowing the scene now where he says, "You killed my father. Prepare to die." Yes. Like, now you have context. I have context and. Just the fight itself is a great fight. Like the all the the sword the sword work the the knights work the acting like they act so hard in that because it's so ridiculous and so camp, but because mm. they are all so believe in it, it so comes it comes across so genuine at the same time, and just a beautiful little film that, honestly, I am so glad I watched it like for the first time. It's 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 honestly it became one of my favorite films watching it. Good, just, yeah. It, it it kept a smile on my face. What didn't keep a smile on my face, though, was what I watched later that same day, which was watching Tiger King, the Doc Anal story. Okay. So, uh, did you watch Tiger King? I forget. No, I never had the chance to. I never watched okay. the documentary. So, the original Tiger King documentary focuses, of course, on Joe Exotic and his zoo. It's mainly him. Uh, his enemy is great at enemy, Carol Baskin. And also on the side, usually they talk also about Doc Antle, who was a big inspiration for Joe Exotic hmm. and how he ran his zoo. Um, Doc Annals, though, though, is nuts. Uh, he was part of the Yogaville cult, uh, where they did a lot of yoga uh, with the Swamiji guy. I don't know much about that. It was a, lot, it was a whole episode. They're a big cult where they did lots of yoga. People who live there are, are not were not uh, lived on uh, on the property. Were not living well. He had many wives. A lot, some of them uh -oh. underage, with men, like multiple underage women. Watching them since they were like eleven or twelve, and then not mar marrying them at fourteen in this Yogaville thing. This yeah, I saw I saw a thumbnail. I just looked it up, and I saw one of the ex-wives talking about entering a relationship with Ansel when she was fourteen. I'm like, oh, that's gross. Exactly. He was like twenty two, twenty three. He used to do magic shows also with the animals. Okay. He's a magic man performer before he opened the zoo, uh, hmm. and he killed the guy. Possibly. Cool. They say he killed the guy awesome yeah he would rename all these people who worked from he, he ran a cult that zoo that zoo that he runs is a cult itself yeah 
stay away from there. I'm not a fan of Doc Antle. Mm-mm. No, definitely not. Yeah. And uh, more of Community has been good. I'm getting very, good. very close to the um, to season four, which is like the gas uh, the gas leak season, as they call it. Mm. Yeah. I uh, got into the arc right now in season three where the Dean is replaced by a fake Dean. Okay. Yeah. It, it's a multi-episode arc that I'm really enjoying. Okay. Um, but I got nothing else much to say. We got to close things out here because we're going long. Yeah. I'll just go straight to the closing and just say uh, thank you so, so much for joining us here this week. Whether we was watching us live here on twitch.tv slash JNJ underscore Securecast or listening to the audio recording of this podcast on Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Audible, TuneIn Radio, Alexa, Listen Notes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, or Podbean at uh, jnjsecurecast.podbean.com. You can download all of our previous episodes. Don't forget to share the show. Let us know when you're listening on social media. Tell a friend or trick a friend if you're listening to our show by telling them it's something else only to find out that we're cooler. That's actually a really good one. I like that one. Thank you. I hope it actually goes over the air. Yeah, you can find us on our Facebook page, which is our main source of information for us at uh, facebook.com slash jjsecuracastpod. And you can follow us on Twitter at jjsecuracastpod. Uh, And please don't forget to follow us on our social medias, which you can find on the top left of our screen, as always. Uh, But if you're just listening to the audio version of this podcast, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at jryan9000. It's over 9000! And you can follow T-Pain here on Twitter at jgalls1918, Instagram at jgalls15, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jgalls15. If you're listening to us on Podbean or Spotify, okay, no. Hang That's on. got music behind it. Yeah, I don't know why it's doing that. If you're listening to <laughs> us on Podbean or Spotify or other audio services, make sure to check us out when we're live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jnj underscore securacast. We go live Thursday nights, usually around 8.30 and stay on until around 10. Join us and interact with the conversation. Please feel free to email us with suggestions or kind words at jjsecurecastpod at gmail.com. Thank you to Adobe Stock Music for our intro theme and Purple Planet Music for our outro theme that I need to open right now. And with that, I think we've closed up the Securecast for the evening. Lock things up, yes. lock things up, get that padlock on. Whew, that was a good two hours. Good two hours, my goodness. That's what happens when we skip a week. We end up going long. Uh, hopefully we should be set to just go again next week live, normal times, all that all that jazz, all that stuff. The only thing, we, mm-hmm. the only next show that we know that we're skipping isn't coming up till April. Yes. Off the top of our heads. That's all we know right now. But for now, um, I, I can't end it quickly like that. We, we got to be silly and funny. Uh, the, I don't know. I, yeah. I, you know what? You know what? If we weren't doing this show, you know what I'd be doing right now, actually, right now? What would you be doing, Jared? I'd be driving to KatsuCon because that's this weekend. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's right. It does happen in February, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. God. Is it still happening in Maryland? Yep, it's still at the Gaylord. Still the same place, man. Still with the gazebo. Gotta go again next year. God, man, conventions. Let's go to a smaller one. I know, I know. I gotta go to a smaller one. I'm actually looking to try and go to uh, TFCon. Mm. But I'm trying to debate whether or not I want to go to... um, Well, I'm not going to the Los Angeles one, because that is in March. I'm thinking of ZenkaiCon in Lancaster next month. Okay, cool. Yeah, if you'd be down for that, we can maybe find an Airbnb. Hmm, maybe. Something Perhaps. Like that. 
That's a good thing. Uh, what was I about to say? I was going to say something else that wasn't about cons. But Oh, I was going to say that actually where we were a year ago, we weren't doing a show because a year ago I had COVID. Yeah, right. You were, you were, you were resting. You were isolating yourself in Long Island. Long Beach Island. Long Beach Island, yes. Yeah, that's exactly where I was. I tried to do a stream, I remember, the one day. And the Wi-Fi was so bad there because we slow, we slow down our Wi-Fi when we're down the shore. Like streaming anything was also very difficult for me down there. Like even oh, man. we had no cable. I had to watch AEW on illegal services because that was mm. the only way I could watch it. And even then, it was still slow. I remember I was down there when they announced the exploding barbed wire death match. <laughs> you were like, wait, what? No, I was. I remember I was washing the dishes. Had these headphones on my head. Hear them say exploding barbed wire deathmatch, and I just go from the sink. Excuse me? <laughs> what? Oh, it, by the way, um, what do you think? Uh, I saw the only thing I saw for Dynamite, unfortunately, so far was uh, Punk's promo for the dog collar match announcement. I'm so excited. Oh, that's gonna be so good. That's gonna be so. I thought it was gonna be a steel cage dog collar match at first, but I was like, that wouldn't make sense. Well, I'm yeah. Well, I'm sure like you thought like because it's steel cage, but the problem with steel cage is MJF can still climb the cage and try and get away. Exactly. Well, a dog collar match, you can't. You're stuck. You're literally chained to the other guy. Mm-hmm. So you can't really run away at all. The first time someone has left MJF completely speechless. <laughs> For real. The first time MJF could not come up with that with a proper retort because he's terrified. Technically, the second. Second. When was the first time? Because Punk, uh, remember Punk's 18 minute long, pro- uh, the Punk and MJF 18 minute long promo thing? Oh, really? In that, t- Punk says, I made the, gr- I shut up the great MJF without saying a word because he went out to interrupt an MJF promo originally. And MJF went to introduce himself and Punk was just stood there, walked away, and the segment ended. Ooh, okay, That's interesting. Like, so it's the second time he's made MJF shut up. Hmm. But showing the picture on TV like that, that was interesting. That, that's, that's oh. a, that hurts. That hurts his soul. Oh, definitely. If I am still champion after this mm-hmm. Saturday's paper, uh, pay, premium live event, my bad, <sighs> then I will be defending my championship once again at AEW Revolution. Yes, very good. Hell yeah. Um, but for now, let this revolution of a show end here because I must say that it is time to end it oh there it is the end things thank you guys so much for being here y'all it's beautiful whether or not you're listening or watching oh my god jordan Rah. jordan yeah we're gonna go, we're gonna go see fozzy yeah but we are gonna go see fozzy in april let's go let's go to those tickets let's do it yes hell yeah thank you guys for so much you're all beautiful faces we don't have much to end we're tired we'll see you guys next week thank you we love you bro That's right, good night!